obviously I've read books over the years and nutrition books and different things. Um, but when I was writing my own book, I kind of just left it alone. What really what I wanted to answer in the book and the question I always got, um, because we have a company, right? You're super. So I was like, how do you eat? And right, like, how can I help people, you know, to kind of eat a similar way as I'm eating? Because I know it's really helping me and it's probably going to help other people too. So like, that was really my starting point. Write the world-changing book that will help grow your personal brand and your business as it makes the world a better place. Welcome to the Author's Corner, hosted by Robin Colucci. Every episode, we bring you some of the most successful authors, as well as other industry experts, to share some inspiration, motivation, tactical strategy, and fun. We'll also talk about the challenges and trends in the publishing industry. Don't get stuck in the idea phase. Join the Author's Corner today. Start writing the book you've dreamed about. Hi there. Welcome back to the Author's Corner. I am your host, Robin Colucci, and today I have with us the vibrant and brilliant Crystal DeGroot. Now, Crystal is half of the powerhouse team behind Your Super, which is one of the biggest superfood brands in the U.S. and Europe. And when Crystal's partner, Michael, was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 24, she started experimenting with the possibilities of using food as medicine. Together with her orthomolecular nutritionist mom and her aunt, she developed organic superfood and plant protein mixes to help boost Michael's immunity and overall health. She then created the company Your Super, which has helped millions of people to change their lives and feel better with the power of plants. Crystal is a nutrition coach with certifications in plant-based nutrition from E. Cornell University and INN. She's been named among the 30 under 30 by both Forbes and Inc. magazine and has been featured in a dazzling array of media from uh, Forbes to Cheddar TV, InStyle, Well and Good, The Doctors, Good Day LA, and so on. As a woman, a mom, and a female founder, she's advocating that true diversity is about celebrating the differences between women and men in the workplace. She introduced the Moon Day policy, where women get one day per month when they have a period to do what they can, from canceling their meetings to taking the day off. Crystal and Michael recently published their newest book, Your Super Life, and host a popular podcast by the same name. And I am very excited to bring Crystal to you today because I think she has a lot to share that would be valuable for you to learn, especially if you are writing a book with the aim of heightening the visibility and influence of your business. Crystal, also, if you happen to be writing a health and nutrition book, uh, this will be especially interesting because I think that Crystal did some wonderful things in how she structured her book and how she made the chapter headings uh, whimsical, interesting, and enticing to the point where, uh, you know, I never once had that feeling uh, reading her book that, oh yeah, I know that, right? Because the way that she presented everything was in a very fresh new way. And let's face it, if you write in an area that has 
a lot of books in it. And there's probably nothing more ubiquitous than nutrition books and cookbooks. So, uh, you know, you have to come up with a fresh angle and a new way to talk about these ideas. And I think that Crystal presents a wonderful example of how to do that. So anyway, lots of fun here today talking to Crystal. And I, I encourage you to listen and enjoy and make yourself a green smoothie while you're at it. So Crystal, welcome to the Author's Corner. Thank you, Robin, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm so excited to have you. And, you know, as I mentioned, I was thrilled to see that I had no idea, but your forward writer is our very own Dr. William Lee, who we actually had on the podcast just a few weeks ago when his second book, Eat to Beat Your Diet, launched. And I see that, you know, your book came out right around the same time, actually, which is which is really fun. And, you know, as I was looking through your book, I was thinking about, you know, I think that anybody who writes a book about nutrition, health, diet, right, is always confronted with the same challenge, which is how am I going to make this clearly new, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's been written about so much. I mean, if you walk into your Barnes and Noble and just go to the nutrition section or the health section, it, it's going to be you know, one of the biggest nonfiction sections in the whole store. And I know that when authors come to me, a lot of times they're like, I just don't know how I'm going to make this new, right? And so I would love to, I'm just diving right in. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll backtrack to what got you to write the book in the first place, because I can't wait for this one. So, because I love how you framed your table of contents. I love how you framed your book, especially in part two. Yeah. You know, it's not about, here's the recipes for breakfast, right? And here's the here's your snacks. You framed these around uh, the benefit, right? Uh, you know, for example, uplift is build a better breakfast. Refresh is, you know, vibrant mid-morning snacks. So I, I would just love to hear what was your thought process around presenting your meal plan in this way? Because I think it's just brilliant. Thank you. Um, yeah, there are a lot of books out there. I think for me personally, I try to, and it sounds maybe funny, but I didn't, obviously I've read books over the years and nutrition books and different things. Um, but when I was writing my own book, I kind of just left it alone, mm. um, where I was way more of just like, what really what I wanted to answer in the book. And the question I always got, um, because we have a company, right? You're super, so I was like, how do you eat? And right, like, how can I help people, you know, to kind of eat a similar way as I'm eating? Because I know it's really helping me and it's probably going to help other people too. So like, that was really my starting point mm -hmm. um, to really from the internal of like, okay, how can I break this down? Um, and that's also really where the idea came from of like, okay, like breakfast, but why do we actually eat breakfast, right? Mm -hmm. And Actually, a lot of recipe books, interestingly enough, are way more um, also on like, you have like your side dishes, and then you have this, your smoothies, your drinks, your dressings, and there's, you know, everything's kind of just all separated. Mm. Um, and I really wanted to actually take people through their day, where I was like, okay, mm -hmm. let me, let's start in the morning. Why are we actually having breakfast? What is the goal here? So in every intro of, you know, a recipe chapter, we also talk about, you know, for example, breakfast is like, hey, we really want to hydrate, want to energize, like, what are the, you know, what are some of my other habits besides eating, you know, that are, you know, happening during that time of day? Um, so I think that was a really important piece. And 
Um, that's also why the recipe book has actually uh, like almost 100 pages before just talking about our story, explaining mm -hmm. superfoods, like, yeah. you know, what are easy guidelines of, you know, eating a plant-based diet and like, how can you get started? Um, so there's so much more than just the recipes, actually. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as you were talking about that, I was looking at the last chapter, comfort, and, and that's, of course, the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it so true? Like, <laughs> You know, if if we're going to reach for the ice cream or the, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever that thing is that might not be exactly what our body needs at that time of day, but that's the time of day that we're looking for that feeling, right? Yeah. That, 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 that we, kind of feeling. We all go through the same curve, right? Yeah. So yeah. there's this curve of that we all start mostly our day where we want to be extremely healthy. And then as the day goes by and we get more tired, our willpower <laughs> goes down, right? Um, and we need that comfort. I think just like, even within the comfort, right, there are healthier options out there mm -hmm. that are actually supporting your body instead of like, and it still can be comforting. It can still be so indulging, but it's something, because I think if you indulge, it should be 100% guilt-free. Because I yes. think the energy, right, that you bring when you eat something, if you're like, oh my God, I'm eating this, but I shouldn't be eating this. It's like, that's not going to be healthy for you, right? Even that stress is not healthy. Um, so it's like, okay, if you're going to have the chocolate, let's make sure it's the healthier chocolate, not with like dairy and a lot of weird, you know, added stuff to it. Yeah. So let's make a healthier version where you can feel completely good about eating and it's still nourishing your body. Yeah. I just, I love it so much because what, what it looks like when I look at these headings, it's really about the experience yeah. that the reader wants and how the food can support the desired experience. Yeah, no, it definitely can. And I think it's um, just because I we also kind of went into each recipe, right? We incorporate a couple of different superfood powders and we talk about the benefits of, their, you know, of those powders and ingredients, really, um, how you can support your body. So each recipe also has one or two main health benefits, uh, whether it's a healthy skin, whether it's detoxing, immunity, all those different pieces. Um and I think that's a good reminder for everyone, right? Like food is there, it's not our enemy, right? Food is there to serve us, right? It gives yeah. us, you know, it can give us, if you do it the right way, right? It can give us the power and the energy to really live our life to the fullest. And we need it to have all that, you know, explosive energy and live, you know, live that big life. Mm -hmm. It's so, it's so powerful. And it, it makes such a big difference when you get your body in balance and it works for you if you let it, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the only reason it stops working for you is because of all these other junky things that get uh, introduced into the system. So yeah, that's, that's really incredible. All right. Now I'm now, <laughs> now that I've leapt for, I, I'm not really good at delayed gratification. Uh, in case you <laughs> haven't learned that about me yet, you probably already know it now. Uh, so I want to go back though, too, because obviously already a successful entrepreneur, you know, 30 under 30, I mean, really stellar success. And at some point you got the idea to do a book. So what, what was that triggering event or that triggering idea that had you go from entrepreneur to entrepreneur author? Yeah. Um, so I want to take it back a little bit because I yeah, think please. really yeah. for us, how it started, right? Like even before we started the business. Uh, so my husband, Michael had cancer. Uh, when he was 24 and I was basically the health nut in his life. And especially after he came out of the, you know, the surgery and the chemo, I was just kind of like, 
okay, you're cancer free, but you don't really look healthy. I know you don't feel healthy. And I put him on this detox. I turned plant-based in the process, kind of turned him plant-based. We started using the superfood. So it, we really had been on this like personal journey now for mm. 10 years already. Mm. Uh, it's 10 years ago this year of just like plant-based eating. Um, I healed my eczema that I had since birth, basically in the process as well. Um, so it's something like that we, you know, our own health journey where we learn so much. And I think we're always on a health journey, by the way. I think there's always mm -hmm. room. We change as people. Yes. We're in different life phases. It's what your body needs, especially as females, right? When you're right. pregnant or postpartum menopause, we all need different things at different times in our bodies. And we need to learn to listen to it. But yeah, we, we have been going through the health journey. Then we started a company, right? You're super really with the mission to improve people's health with the power of plants. So we developed this line of different superfood powders. And we had, a, it was mostly an online business. And basically what the question we always got was like, okay, great. But like, what do I do with the powders? And what are you actually eating? Like, okay, you right, make, right. I make my smoothie now in the morning, but what do you have for lunch? What do you have for dinner? And during the pandemic, we actually went live every single day because we had nothing else to do. And we cooked our lunch on Facebook lives and Instagram oh, lives great. and people okay. loved it yeah. right they're like oh it's actually so simple like oh this is how you make an oatmeal oh you can stir <laughs> a dressing together in just four ingredients and with a fork and <laughs> that was really like our aha moment where it's like oh like we just like beyond just like you know like the powders we want to really help people eat more plants we need to show them what we're making like I always say I'm not a chef Michael's mm -hmm. not a chef Right. So the, the recipes, I'm very busy. He's very busy. Yeah. Right. But we still really enjoy cooking our own food. So it was really this point of like, but it doesn't have healthy eating doesn't have to take that long. Right. right? That people don't necessarily know how to do it. So I mm -hmm. think that was where like, hey, can we make a book with plant based recipes and showing them, you know, kind of how we think about food? That's also why we introduced to your super way of like eating the different pillars. And, um, but just was very easy and super delicious, but quick recipes. And, that was really the basis of the idea. And then we were kind of just like, okay, we want to write a book. <laughs> and, you know, it was a process. I had no, yeah. like, as a, you know, especially the online, running an online business, everything goes very immediate, very mm -hmm. quick, right? You have an idea, even products, we would turn around in like six months. So the book was a long process from finding an agent. Um, and then um, actually the whole process, once we finally found a publisher, that was another two years, right? Of writing and uh, the yeah. editing. Yeah. So it has been quite a journey, <laughs> but now it's tears. So it's all good. <laughs> right. Right. And you know, something else that you, you know, your book has full color and photos. And I mean, that's, that's not easy to pry out of a publisher. Did, did, uh, <laughs> <laughs> was that always in the vision for you and the publisher or, or was that a conversation? I'm just curious. Um, I think my agent was pretty set on it too. So I think mm. we both had a very similar vision where we're like, Hey, this is really, yes, it's educational, but it's also this beautiful cookbook. And I think there is something about, you know, you can read a recipe, but most people need to see the food for mm -hmm. it really to hit home and also to yeah. make it where you're like, yeah, okay, I'm cooking it, but you also have an example of how it kind of is going to look like right so right I like think most most recipes are like the uh the technical challenge in in bake-off you know in the British baking show like yeah. you have no idea what it's supposed to look like at the end exactly <laughs> I'm so sorry, I think continue. <laughs> no so I think that that really, that really was the the vision where we're like no we really want to show it and um 
we also knew that, you know, I, I had an amazing person, a photographer that I worked with for many years already. It was like, I know I want to do it with her. I know the pictures are going to be amazing. And uh, it's part of the grabbing people in and then get them inspired and, you know, to get them in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. So what would you say was your, your biggest struggle as an author and, uh, you know, actually doing a full length book? Um. For me, probably, as you can hear from my accent, I'm not Native American. Ah, right. So, <laughs> um, I love I writing. That, I thought that was a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it's like not even New Amsterdam. It's this Amsterdam accent. <laughs> a little farther away. Than yeah, a little farther away. Exactly. <laughs> and no, so for me, I, I knew I, I love writing. And um, I, so I think for me, it was like, I know I, I, I know what I want to say. I know I can get it on paper and I love that process. And very often I'm the person also when I write, I just kind of weird times. And once I'm in it, I just get in this flow and I'm like, nothing like, I just, you know, I can write a book in two weeks basically. Cause I just like, once it's there, I'm like, okay, I'm here. I just need to get out now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did know I was going to need some help to like put it in proper grammar and mm-hmm. it's not that my English is bad. It's just not like as refined, basically. Sure, um, sure. So yeah. I had I had some help with that, which was nice. <laughs> yeah. So it reads a little easier, right? I mean, if I write it, I write very just fu- funny, conversational, and personal, which is great in uh, online and personal, and you know, like all those kind of things. But um, so I think that was probably for me the biggest the biggest piece. I think the the writing and making the recipes like I, I was there this book was so long already in my head that I was almost yeah. like happy I could just write it I was like right. oh I can just get it get it out and get it on paper now <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, that that urgency that you feel that you that when you really know you're ready and then it, it yeah. just is pushing pushing forward now yeah. how about um how about your husband Michael how how involved was he in this process yeah, so we always joke like I did more of the recipe development, um, and then we tested with him if he could make the recipe, oh. um, <laughs> which was very important actually. Crystal, you are an actual genius. Now, you yeah. now I, I already knew you were really smart with the way you framed your recipes. But if if it's like if if your husband can make it, anyone can make it, right? Exactly. That's literally <laughs> what we say. So it's like it's like okay. So if I can, you know, recipe development is something that comes very natural to me for some reason. Um, I can even write them out of my hands, and I I mostly know they're gonna work. But like you know, we we'll test it. It's fine. And then you know, he I just make sure that he can do it. And that was really one thing. And then I think the writing, right? Like it's it was our story. So there were pieces mm-hmm. sometimes where we would sit together um I think I have the it's funny like he is really good sometimes with the zooming out of like okay what's missing hey what are the pillars like how do we put it together and then I'm often more like the details of like actually like all the little details that I want to include that's that's what a great partnership to have yeah. to have that way you have a hundred percent vision you know <laughs> if you yeah you have a big picture person and a micro person you've got yeah. it covered no. And I know, and it has been very often in the business that way too, where he tends to be more out, where I am like, oh, I like it. I like to just write the emails and do really the creative work as well. So I think it, it has been nice. And um, I mean, as you know, right, writing the book is one thing, but once it's there, also we work really together on, you know, like the whole marketing campaign and bringing it to life. And I think those are the pieces we just like, because 
you know, like writing a book is one thing, but I think as an author also to market your book is a whole other thing. And Absolutely. I think as entrepreneurs, we were very aware of that. We're like, we're ready. We know how to sell. So yeah. um, that, that was something we were very excited about. It's like, okay, hey, how are we going to build this campaign? You know, I would love to talk with you about that because I think that that is one of the most overlooked parts of the process. I think a lot of people go in thinking they want to put a book out in the world and then just kind of hope that people notice. And as you know, and anybody who's been successful with their book knows, that's a that's not a good strategy. I'd love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about what were, first of all, when did you start gearing up for the launch? Like your launch was um, mid-April, right? Yeah, we started, I would say, in um, early December. Right. So about five and that months felt, And that felt late. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I was... I gave, I gave birth in August, so I didn't have any capacity before. Oh, so I well, was that's like, fair. I yeah. was going to say, Crystal, really, you should have started in in uh, in uh, a month earlier. But okay, I if you gave birth, I mean, that's that's a big yeah. deal. No, that's why I was, I was I was pretty busy, so I was like, I'm I was like, no, nope, it's not going to happen yeah. earlier. And um, and so, what what were some of the things you did in that in that pre-launch phase? Yeah. Uh, that especially that any that you felt were particularly useful. I think uh, for me, the pre-launch phase was very, or how we thought about it was really um, uh, activating existing community, right? I think mm -hmm. that's really where it started, right? Whether that's on your social, whether that's existing email campaigns, um, but it's really introducing and making your existing community um, really excited about what's to come. Um, I think that's really, really important. And I think that's really where the, for us, at least the, the beginning bulk, you know, really heavily was focused on. And you can, can be really creative there, right? With like, hey, now we're, you know, doing a cover reveal. Now we're gonna, oh, you know, yeah. like, you know, introduce a recipe that is in the book, or now we're going to show some of the pictures. So you can make it really fun and engaging. And um, it's good to rem remember, right? Like one email is not going to do it. Right. right? Like for people, <laughs> even your own community, right? Like people sometimes need to hear about something like 20 or 30 times before they even want to buy it. Sure. Um, yeah. So I think that was one. I think two was also like, what is the offer, right? What is the mm. pre-order offer for the community that no one else has access to? Like, why would they pre-order versus, you know, buy it whenever? Um, so I think that was a really important piece for us to figure out. I'm curious, um, what did you decide? What what was your pre-order offer? Yeah, so we did for a while. Um, is that if you ordered a book, you would also get a free or super mix. Um, oh. So that obviously it was a little bit technical to to uh, kind of mm. figure out, and it was a little manual, but it still worked. Um, mm -hmm. And that was just like exciting, right? Yeah. And I think it's especially because it was our existing uh, community, so they knew the mixes. So like that was right. that was a really really exciting offer. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think afterward, more closer to the day, not necessarily afterward, but more closer to the day, that's where I think you have to start, really start focusing. Okay, what yeah. can we do, right? That goes beyond your existing community, whether that's PR, what can you do with influencers um, and really think about that strategy of how you can maximize that. Hi there, Robin here. Have you been considering writing a thought leadership book that grows your business? How about writing a quality standout book with a real book publishing deal behind it that not only grows your business, but also grows your influence and reach? In case you're new to the author's corner, my name is Robin Colucci, and I help world-class experts write world-changing books and get them published. With over 30 years in the publishing industry, 
I've helped clients write and publish books with Big Five and other top publishing houses. Many have gone on to become New York Times, Amazon, and Wall Street Journal, as well as USA Today bestsellers. And others have increased their business income by 600 times or more as a result of their book being out in the world and the partnering work that they did with me and my team. If you are a top-notch expert who is ready to write your world-changing book, go ahead and book a free consultation call with my team today. We have a limited number of spots available, and we only take clients who are committed to the process and want to get their book started now. If that sounds like you, go to www.robincolucci.com forward slash application. Go ahead and fill out the application form to be considered for one of our exclusive spots. Again, the link is www.robincolucci.com forward slash application. Now, back to the show. So um, out of that, what would you say was one strategy that was particularly uh, useful to you? with your situation from in that second phase, like PR the second phase. influencers, yeah. what, what did you find really, you felt really got really nailed it for you? Yeah. I think what was really important uh, and I was surprised by is just, you have to just reach out to so many influencers personally. I think it's different. It's different. A personal message, right? Absolutely. Um, of like, Hey, we wrote this book. Uh, it can, doesn't have to be uh, a whole letter. It can be relatively short, right? But we wrote this book, blah, 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 blah. Um, we would love to send you a copy. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think just that, and actually how many responses we got back and how many people did want to get the book and actually still not, obviously not everyone, right. But it's still yeah. a good percentage of people who would still post it in their stories. Yeah. Um, I think that was really, um, it's a good reminder, right? It's like, it's hard work. It's, it's yeah. tedious work. And I think even after lunch, that's something that should continue. Um, yeah, but it, yeah. re it really works. Like who are the people who are going to be just excited about reading a book? Because there are people out there who will be very excited to, to get it, to get the copy and to, you know, to just share with their audience of like, Hey, I got this book. I really love it. Yeah. And I, th I really believe that word of mouth is actually the most effective thing that causes book sales especially yeah. when it's a trusted advisor telling somebody, yeah. yeah, this book is great. Because there's so many books out there, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, every time I'm like, oh, I want to read a new book. I'm not like, oh, let me like research or then unless there's a very specific topic, right? When I was pregnant, it's like, I want to learn about this. I'm like, okay, I know what I want. But like very often you just, you know, like you have a friend who says like, oh, I really love this book. And then, you know, like, you know, you order it. And then it all of a sudden you're getting, it. right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So I'd love to have you talk more about this. And this is this is a little selfish on my part because I often get pushback from clients. I'm like, look, you got to get some endorsers. You know, you got to get some people who people recognize and already know, like, and trust to say, yeah, this book is great. And, you know, so I, I guess one of the things I'd ask you is it sounds to me from what you said that you didn't already know all of these people. Is that accurate? No, no, definitely not. I think we we had some, we obviously we had a bit of a network after sure. you know building a business for a longer time. So there were some people, especially because we had a podcast, um, the Your Super Life podcast. So we interviewed some really powerful, like especially doctors and stuff on there. So we had some of those, and I think those are almost two different things. Like one, the endorsements, right, which we also had have on our uh, you know on our Amazon page and all the you know the book pages online where we got quotes of people just like, hey, we love this book for this and this reason. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that was more from our existing network. But what I just right. mentioned was really just the influencer campaign and sharing the book. It was a lot of people we didn't know. Um, so yeah, it's, you just, you know, like you got to ask sometimes for a favor. And if you have also an audience yourself, like you can always offer, like if you ever have a book or you need any help with something, like I'm happy to support, right? It's, that's really Mm -hmm. the way it works. Right. That reciprocity. Yeah. And I found, um, and I wanted to check this with you because I found that when you're, when you are reaching out cold to somebody, it's always good to tell them something about how they've inspired you or something about their work that you valued. And when you talk about sending a personal note, is, is that, was that part of it for you as well? Sometimes it was, sometimes it was, and sometimes it wasn't. I oh, think okay. um, I've also noticed sometimes just keeping it short to the point <clears throat> is really powerful. Um, and if there was, you know, a very specific person for a very specific, I, I don't know. I always went with my gut instinct. I'm like, oh, you yeah. have to write something else. And with another one, I was like, no, I think higher, I can just like, shoot her a quick message because she will get it what it is. So it's, right. <laughs> I don't know. There was not like a very strict method, but um, you know, I, I think really just intuition. Yeah. And what you're saying is important too, though, because that's the whole idea of these requests is that they're not a form letter. Yeah. Right. That you are, you are sending the appropriate email, the appropriate language, the appropriate ask to that specific person every time you send one. Yeah. And um, it doesn't have to be an email, right? It can even just be a quick direct message on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Right. Yeah. See, that's because you're younger than I am. See, I st- yeah. I'm still a little. <laughs> They're very handy. I mean, we it's... all have access to so many yeah, people. I, that's so true. We can messenger and DM and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I sound like yeah. an old fart now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just curious how many do you like was it how many requests did you end up end up sending out oh i don't know um maybe like 500 thousand or something uh yeah okay thank you thank you <laughs> but then it's a percentage it's a percentage game right maybe 10 exactly. gets back uh, yeah. or maybe 15 or maybe 20 percent, and that's exactly. just like that, that's that's how you have to think about it it's just a percentage yeah. game in the end then yes and 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 as we have hard evidence right now that the nose did not kill crystal see she's still here just fyi i oh, i didn't get an i didn't get a no they just ignored me Where oh there you go. <laughs> see it's even better you don't, you don't even have to get a no you could just be ignored a lot which is yeah so i mean this is um thank you for sharing this because like i said i think that a lot of people hesitate they they feel uh you know afraid to ask and how many yeses did you get i don't know exactly but like probably like 100 200 or something i would say how about that so yeah you know i mean it, it's and all of those are no's if you don't ask so exactly and i think it's it's this piece of it's okay to ask for help mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i think that holds true for offers i think it holds true for people in business it's like it's or just in life really right? If you don't always have to do everything yourself, it's okay to just ask for help. Yeah, that is so true. That is so true. Uh, what was another area that you realized you needed to ask for help in, in your book development that you found useful? During the book development? Um, I mean, I think for me, really in the process of writing the book, I think it was just asking for feedback, right? And I, I think that was just something I, whether that was from you know, our publisher, my editor, uh, or whether that was sometimes just even just friends that I really trusted have like, Hey, can you read this? Um, so I think that was a really important piece for me just to kind of just like 
have a, you know, someone else with a completely different perspective reading things. And then in more in a marketing campaign, I think where, because obviously you have some PR in, you know, with the help of the publisher, but we also had a PR person actually that we worked with in the past already helping us too. So I think that was another piece where it's like, okay, I know the PR side, whether that's podcast or more traditional PR, right? And getting more traditional press. Um, I know I don't have the context. I know I don't have the time to reach out also to, thousand, um, you know, um, news outlets. So I think that was another piece where it's like, Hey, I, and I think that's important for everyone. It's like, what are the pieces you can do yourself? Um, and you feel it's important that you do them, right. Where you maybe do it better, or maybe it's more personal, you know, whatever that is. And what are the pieces, right. That you need your team to do. And, you know, who are those people who can help you with that? That's, that's a great way to look at it. Right. So then, you know, right from the outset, what you're going to delegate and what you're going to take on. Yeah. How, how did, how is hubby helping with prom- promotion? Oh, he's, he wrote all the people too. It was not just me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did that. We definitely did that together. Um, obviously we, another thing we did actually was on our Instagram, which was really fun that we did 30 days before launch. We interviewed, uh, a basically inspiring person every single day on Instagram live. Oh, wow. And it was it was so fun. And obviously it was not necessarily only about our book. Right. right? Um, but it was a great way a to, if you, especially some say we actually interviewed also Dr. William Lee there. Right. And you're giving them a platform. You're yeah. helping them to spread their message. Right. Mm-hmm. And then yes, maybe for 30 seconds, we can talk about the book. Yeah. You know, we can send them the book. They can otherwise post it another time about it, but it was a really fun way. A, it was really fun to connect with all these people um, and those are the interviews we did. Sometimes I did them. Sometimes Michael did them. So those are another, like another piece of the campaign, basically that, uh, that we pushed out. I love that idea. That's brilliant. That's really brilliant. Cause then not only are they doing a shout out for your book when it launches, but you've already you're introduced, them. you're helping them connect with yeah. your audience, but their audience is probably watching that too. Some of their yeah. audience. And so then when their audience, you know, sees the shout out from them about your book, you're not a stranger yeah, to a lot definitely. of those people, you know, they already recognize you. So that that's really brilliant because it's so much about relationship. Yeah, it is. It is. And um, I think that's also where it's always good to think about, like, what is it that other people need, right? Like, how can you help them? Like, what are they looking for? And I think there's it's so nice if you can make situations more of a win-win situation. And I know it doesn't always, you're not, I understand that everyone is in the position to do it that way, right? But if you are, it's really smart to think, like, just really, and be creative, right? Yeah. Um, I'd argue that there's always a win-win. Yeah, You, know, you just, you have to look for it, but I don't think, because really that's, those are always the best arrangements, right? When everybody wins. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And and it's more fun to play in that space as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we all want to lift each other up, right? So exactly. I think it's uh, I yeah. think it's important. So uh okay, another question I have, because since you're yeah. from Amsterdam, um, is your is your book being published in other languages yet? So I know sometimes that happens later on, but I'm I'm of course I've just curious at this point. Yeah. So we are part of uh, Harper's 360, they call it. So mm. basically the U- the US book as is, is being uh, sold. It's basically being sold in the UK and a bunch of other countries. 
Uh, I know it's an Amazon across Europe as well, um, okay. which is good because we have a lot of customers in Europe yeah. as well. So they're like, yeah. why are they on? Why can't I? <laughs> um, I would love it to be translated, especially in, in German. We have quite some Dutch customers as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit out of my hands. So all I can do, right, yeah. is share share the request. Obviously, I can talk to you know the Harper's team, and um, but it's it's a big publishers are big, so it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so many different people and so many different strings to pull. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. an it's an interesting learning experience. Yeah, yeah, and and it just kind of depends on the deal too. You know, in in the initial deal, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and so uh but that's exciting. It's 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 gonna it's also out in Europe and many other countries. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. a good start. That's definitely yeah. a good start. Wow. I this we have just burned through so much great stuff. <laughs> I know, I know. So I I think I'm gonna go ahead and toss you my signature final question. Um I love it. <laughs> which is uh Crystal, what have I not asked you? that you would love to answer? Oh, that's a very tricky question. You know that? <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> it could be anything. Um, well, maybe it's just like, why would people actually buy your book? Uh, Great. Because I, I think yeah, that's I a very that... important question. <laughs> I've already decided why I'm where I'm buying it. So but yeah, you go ahead. Tell us why. <laughs> yeah. No, I really, I really. Now, why think... would people buy your book? <laughs> yeah. If you, if you are listening and you're like, hey, I actually want to improve my health. And I know actually 60% of people in the US want to eat more plant-based, right? So it doesn't mean you're going to become fully plant-based, but you want to improve your health. You want to eat more plants. Um, you want to learn maybe something about superfoods, then this is a book for you. Um, especially if you're busy, but you love delicious food, then this is the one. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited to get my copy and, you know, and I also love that you have these powders and because tell me a little bit more about that actually now, now that I, okay, I lied. It wasn't the last question, but I know there's different levels of nutrients. There's different conversations around the way we do farming. Tell us a little bit more about the, the powders and, you know, the specific benefit of that. Yeah. So basically, um, this is how we think about it, right? So the, the superfoods we really mention are often ingredients that have been used in Ayurveda, Eastern medicine and South America for thousands of years. So not necessarily anything new. Some of those ingredients, we just cannot get fresh. Yeah. Right. And also we might not, you know, like want to make fresh every single day and eat them that way. So it's just a very, like, if you think about a maca, if you think about a wheatgrass, if you think about um, another one for hormone balancing, a shatavari, um, they're just easy ways to, whether it's adding more greens, whether it's for hormone, you know, balancing your hormones, whether it is for more energy, they're just like very easy ways to just start adding more. Um, mm -hmm. And they have very specific health benefits. And some of them you have in your kitchen, right? right. Turmeric is mm -hmm. amazing. It's yeah. so anti-inflammatory. It's so powerful. Um, but most of us have it in your kitchen. It's just like, okay, let's make sure you use it more often. Right. Um, and then there's some that we don't have in our kitchen. You know, reishi is a really powerful mushroom that often, you know, or traditionally is grown more in um, Eastern medicine. So like more in China, um, which helps you calm down. It's actually an adaptogen to like kind of, you know, take some of the edge of the stress off. Um, so there's just this really cool stuff in nature that can help you feel better. Um, and I want to just help people understand what is there. It doesn't mean you have to use all of it. 
um, right? It's understanding what you need and don't start using 25 different things at the same time, but just saying, mm -hmm. kind of say, okay, what are the, maybe the two or three areas I want to start focusing on first and then look up, okay, what are some of those ingredients, ingredients that can help me and, you know, start there. Fantastic. Really great. Well, um, Crystal, thank you so much for sharing so much insight and value and even some nice health tips for us. Much appreciated. <laughs> uh, and it's just been such a pleasure having you here on the Author's Corner. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Author's Corner. You're one step closer to writing the world-changing book you've dreamed about for years. To access today's show notes and other helpful resources, simply visit our website at theauthorscorner.com. A positive review would be appreciated. Until next time.